Welcome in, everyone. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you on the newest podcast here in the Heartland College Sports Universe. It is Big 12 Bets. We will be with you, bringing you the best plays for every week of Big 12 action throughout college football. And boy, I'm excited to be with you every single week on this show. If you're just joining us for the first time, make sure you subscribe, rate, review all the podcasts we have at the Heartland College Sports Network. And of course, this great show as well, Big 12 Bets. We're going to be with you weekly, as I said, throughout the college football season. And, you know, let's get right into it for week one in the Big 12 FBS versus FBS games only. So if there's games with the FCS, we won't cover them on this show today. All these bets, all these games we're looking at are FBS versus FBS teams. And, you know, we're going to start right off going chronological order here in these games. Noon Eastern time, 11 a.m. local in Fort Worth. And I wrote about this game earlier in the week in my best bets column on the website at heartlandcollegesports.com. You know, I, I'll say this, Colorado and TCU, all the hype around Deion Sanders. Coach Prime in Boulder, his first game, his son will be playing quarterback for the past and future members of the Big 12. Of course, final year in Pac-12 competition for the Buffs. They have a season win total of three and a half, by the way. Do not bet that over in the next 24 hours. Their schedule is absolutely brutal, and it starts off with this brutal draw with this new-look TCU team. Of course, Sonny Dykes and company, the magic carpet ride that was the 2022 season all the way to the national title game. Yes, it ended with a thud, but I think anyone would have taken that season that TCU had a year ago even with that horrible showing in L.A. against the Georgia Bulldogs. But, you know, new-look team, of course, when Max Duggan goes to the NFL like he did, now a member of the Los Angeles Chargers, Chandler Morris, who we know has been on this roster the last few years, takes over as the quarterback. And, you know, I will say this, with the way that this roster is built, yeah, they had to replace uh, their best running back, their best wide receiver, of course, Quentin Johnston, now a first-round pick with the L.A. Chargers as well. This TCU team still has talent. Now, my big concern about them long-term, not for this week, and we'll get into this game in a second. Long-term, I'm concerned this year of just all the close games they played a year ago that they managed to win. Usually the year after when you get, I don't want to call them lucky, but it is sort of a luck box when you have all those close wins. Hopefully, if you're a Horn Frog backer, season win total backer over seven and a half, I wrote up a, a head-to-head win prop with them in Kansas State. Uh, check that out as well on the website. I am just a little bit concerned long-term about them winning close games again. Good for them this week. I don't think this is going to be a close game. I don't expect anything out of this Colorado team. I think they're going to go under that three and a half win total. I think Coach Prime is going to have a really hard time building that roster that was turnover after turnover after turnover because of all the guys that they had go out of the program and then come in and then go out again. And usually that's a bad mix for week one. Even with the turnover for TCU on offense, their defense pretty much intact from a year ago. 
So I'm looking at TCU. They are 20 and a half point favorites in this game. Total is 63 and a half. That total's been bet up a, a few points through the summer. Not much of a shock there. A lot of people not expecting anything out of Colorado's defense. But 20 and a half was at 21. Now it's down to 20 and a half. People taking the full three touchdowns with Colorado. I like TCU. I'll lay 20 and a half. And I normally won't lay big numbers in power five games, but Colorado is a really bad football team. And TC last year went to Boulder, very slow first half, but ended up winning that game comfortably and would have covered this exact number. I like TCU. Let's lay the 20 and a half as a best bet this week on the Horned Frogs against Colorado. All right, let's go to the second game. Another noon Eastern, 11 a.m. local time in Norman as Oklahoma begins their final campaign as a member of the Big 12. These odds, all by the way, all these odds, courtesy of the DraftKings Sportsbook. Oklahoma is a 36-point favorite against the Red Wolves of Arkansas State. Total is 58. Now, when you have a big one here where it's this close with a spread and the total, which 22 points is pretty close, and we'll see this in Texas and Rice in a few moments. Right now, Oklahoma with in year two of the this Venables era, of course, a disappointing six and seven and a bowl loss a year ago. I expect a big statistical year from Dylan Gabriel. I wrote that up as well as in season-long best bets earlier in the week uh, at heartlandcollegesports.com. You know, I'm just in the camp here where I don't have a play on this game. Arkansas State is going to be one of the worst teams in FBS this year. I just, they have no talent. And I fully expect, fully expect to see this Arkansas State team not cover a lot of numbers. But 36 is a lot in an opening game. Now, when you have a spread like this, and I was bringing this up before, correlation, usually it would be dog and under or favorite and over. This I actually think would have the potential to be a favorite and an under game potentially. I don't see Arkansas State scoring a lot. I would imagine the Oklahoma defense wants to make a statement early in the year against a team that does not have much of an offense. Uh, I don't have any plays on this game. If you made me bet it, I would actually take the under at 58. But we're going to stay off of this. This is a pass for Oklahoma and Arkansas State. All right, let's go to the inter, the intra-Texas matchup. Rice takes the trip from Houston up to Austin to take on the Texas Longhorns. The Horns are 35 points favorites. Uh, this has actually been, Rice has taken a little bit of money over the last week, 36, 35 and a half, now 35. Total is 59. I don't have anything on this game. I actually don't think Rice is that awful this year. If you wanted to take the 35 with Rice, I don't have an issue with that. I really don't have an issue with that. I'm just curious, and, and you know, I, I left Texas out of all my best bets for the season-long article. Left them out of everything. This team is clearly the most talented football team in this conference. Top to bottom, and heck, even the quarterback position, even if it ends up being Arch Manning. Quinn Ewers is the second favorite in the Heisman Trophy race for a reason. When he was healthy at the beginning of the year last year, he should have beat Alabama in week two a year ago. They should have won that game. 
We'll get another crack at the Crimson Tide next week in Tuscaloosa. And don't worry, we'll have a full breakdown of that game here on the show next week. But right now, 35-59 and 59. So Rice is a 35-point underdog at Texas. 59 is your total. I would only lean to taking the points with Rice in this game. Again, five touchdowns is a big number. Yes, we saw Central Florida in their debut just smack around Kent State, cover another large number with absolutely no issue. But I would not be surprised if we see Texas be a little sluggish in this game. With Alabama lurking in the wings against the Horns next week. A chance at revenge on the road. But this is a lean. Rice getting 35, not an official play. This is also one of those two where, and this is the key, and I've been doing this a lot in week one, or Thursday night in week zero, watching the games and looking to bet them in-game on your DraftKings app, your FanDuel, your Caesars, wherever you may be betting these days. You can pick up a lot of things early in games. Like, let's say you're watching Texas and Rice. And it's obvious that Rice can at least move the football a little bit on the on the Texas defense. It's hard to cover five touchdowns when the opposing offense is able to move the ball on you. So look for things like that. Or, like, again, we, we see this all the time with, with 18, 19, 21-year-old kids. Let's say they don't feel like playing that day. It doesn't happen earlier in week, early in the season often, especially not week, week one. But there are plenty of things to look at throughout these college football games for in-game betting. So if you want to look at uh, in-game betting for all these games, I am a high advocate of that. All right, let's move to the next one. This is my favorite play of week one, and we are going against a team making their debut in the Big 12. Texas-San Antonio on the road in Houston to take on the Cougs of University of Houston. First game for Dana Holgerson and company in the Big 12. UTSA is a road favorite in this game. One and a half points right now at DraftKings. 60 is the total. I wrote up UTSA as a money line play. Uh, minus 122 is the number that I got. Minus 125 is out there uh, as I'm recording this late on Thursday. Minus 125 is still good. UTSA is good up to minus 130. Now, Houston, look, I, yeah, it was a little bit harsh in the article. I thought that they only won their eight games a year ago because Clayton Toon was a really good quarterback. Year before, obviously, things were a mess. I don't think they're well in tune in order to be good this year. They are a team that I expect to struggle in the step up in class. UTSA replaced one of the teams that replaced Houston in the American Athletic. I don't think that they are in trouble at all in that league. I actually have UTSA winning the American Athletic Conference in their first year in that league, uh, popping up from CUSA. And I wrote it up in the article again, uh, heartlandcollegesports.com or on my Twitter at Jeff Parles where you can find the article. UTSA's offense is really, really good. Trailer is a really good football coach. Frank Wilson if he played in a power conference and on a team that at least was a top 25 caliber power conference team, where by the way, I think UTSA is a top 25 caliber team, regardless of a conference they're in Frank Wilson at 300 to one would be an absolute play. 
there would be absolutely no reason to think that he wouldn't have an opportunity in order to win the Heisman Trophy. I know that seems crazy, but only because he plays for UTSA and only because he is in a non-Power 5 league, he has no chance of winning the award unless if there's something historic from Frank Wilson. But regardless, I don't think Houston's offense, or excuse me, Houston's defense is going that much of a chance to slow down UTSA. I like the Roadrunners to roll here, actually. Minus 125 on the money line as we record. This is still good. You want to lay the one and a half, go for it. I also don't mind a UTSA team total over as well uh, in this one. Right now, that team total for UTSA is 30 and a half at the DraftKings Sportsbook. No problem with that. Four touchdowns, a field goal gets you there. Five touchdowns with ease as well. UTSA on the money line against Houston, the play here. Let's move on. Let's go to Waco next, 7 o'clock Eastern, Saturday for this one. Texas State on the road at Baylor. Bears 27.5 point favorite, 60.5 the total on this one. I really don't have much of anything on this game. This is a talent mismatch. And, you know, for Baylor, you know, I, I really do like this Bears squad. Dave Aranda has a really good team here. The problem that Baylor has going into this year, and that's why I didn't bet anything and put anything in these season-long bets, their schedule is brutal. They get Utah next week. Look, They look pretty good on Thursday night against the Florida Gators and a win in Salt Lake. Gators, I know, didn't play well, but be an interesting step up for Utah. And the way that Baylor goes in conference play, you know, they don't draw Oklahoma, but they have tough road games in Fort Worth, in Manhattan. They do get Texas Tech and Texas at home, which are reasonable draws. But I, again, this roster with the way that the schedule breaks, I think they're an eight and four team. But if you told me that Baylor... Hey, they're in, they're in Arlington. They sneak up. They end up being one of the top two. Handling the schedule a little bit better. Beating Texas and Texas Tech at home is going to be critical to possibly getting to Arlington this year. It wouldn't stun me. There is enough talent on this Baylor team to get there, but I don't have anything. 27 and a half and 60 and a half. Baylor favored with a total of 60 and a half at DraftKings. I really don't have much of anything on this one. All right, let's go to the big one. The, uh, the big NBC game, Penn State hosting West Virginia. You know, I wish the Mountaineers were just a little bit better to handle this moment. Mountaineers are 20 and a half point underdogs against the Nittany Lions. Total of 49 for this one, 7.30 Eastern time at Beaver Stadium. I, I just don't see how if Penn State plays well. Uh, Drew Aller, of course, the new quarterback, highly touted. Top recruit. Kind of surprised we didn't see him more a year ago with Sean Clifford at the helm. I just, I think this is the end of the road for Neil Brown in Morgantown. And the way this roster is constructed, the way this team looks on paper, they look like a five and seven at best football team. And I would love to be wrong about the Mountaineers. I really liked Neil Brown before he got to West Virginia. just did not worked out in the fashion he would have hoped. And the problem for West Virginia, their schedule, their non-con schedule, no favors for them. 
Obviously, they're a three-touchdown underdog in this game. You expect to lose. Yeah, it'll beat Duquesne next week. Who cares? It's an FCS team. But they're worse than Pitt is. I know West Virginia fans don't want to hear that. But Pitt will go to Morgantown and win that game in two weeks. And then if you're one and two and behind the eight ball, now West Virginia doesn't play Texas, which is good. They do have to go on the road to Baylor and Oklahoma and TCU. Those are three games they're going to be pretty reasonably sized underdogs in. This is just not a particularly good enough football team in order to realistically be competitive in the Big 12. Now, could they make a bowl? Yes, they could get the six wins. But they're not going to be much more than that. And you're going to see that on Saturday night. Penn State, to me, is one of the eight teams in college football that is capable of winning the national title this year. Now, it would take a lot. They would have to obviously, at worst, split with Ohio State and Michigan. They go to Columbus and they host Michigan later in the year. But this is a really horrible, horrible draw for West Virginia right out of the gate. A talented team with a a quarterback that I think is more than capable of being a potential Heisman candidate in Aller. Good wide receivers, good offensive line, a defense that is very talented. This is Franklin's most talented team in State College. And it is a very bad draw. Right out of the gate for West Virginia. If you made me bet it, I would lay the 20 and a half with Penn State. Now, this is another one that's kind of correlated. 20 and a half. Penn State favored by total 49. Pretty low. Very low for a uh, a 20 and a half point favorite. But I just don't see it with West Virginia in this one. This is a bad matchup against a really good team. And the best team West Virginia will play all year right out of the gate. So we're going to look and a lean at Penn State laying 20 and a half against West Virginia. All right, let's get into the final two games here. Uh, I'll save Wyoming and Texas Tech for last. I don't have anything on BYU and Sam Houston State. BYU's laying 20 against Sam Houston State in their first game as an FBS member. 46 and a half the total. Now, I like BYU under their win total in the season-long column at heartlandcollegesports.com. But this is a game where BYU is even going to have any potential of going over the five and a half win total. You got to see the Cougars roll in this one. Expect Keaton Slovis to look good. Again, Sam Houston State very successful at the FCS level. Is a whole new game here. 20 feels about right. 46 and a half also feels right. Wouldn't be shocked if this is a pure under game where it's something like that 27 to 10. And BYU doesn't quite get there on the number, but this game glides under pretty easily. So that's why I'm not going to touch this one. If BYU is going to cover this number, which I think is well in the realm of possibility, that totals in trouble. So that's part of the reason that I'm staying off of it. All right, last one. Another one of my best bets that I wrote up earlier this week. Texas Tech at Wyoming. Texas Tech is a 14-point favorite on the road, 50.5 the total. You know, This Texas Tech team is very talented. And I really love Joey McGuire. He is a really good football coach. We saw that a year ago with Texas Tech winning a bowl game in a year that I thought they were going to win four games. They were one of the better overachievers last year. And that is a testament to how good of a coach McGuire is. Now, Wyoming has a great coach as well. Craig Bowl, of course, won all those titles. He was the one who started the North Dakota State dynasty. 
He went to Wyoming. He's now in Wyoming now for double-digit years. Now, Wyoming on offense stinks. They are really bad offensively. And now that is the one problem in this game where I could lose my Wyoming bet here getting 14 points at the DraftKings Sportsbook. But they are really good defensively. I would argue they're one of the three best defenses in the Mountain West, maybe even the best when it's all said and done. Of course, San Diego State may have something to say say about that. But this is a really brutal spot for Texas Tech. Week one, on the road at super high elevation, the highest in college football, over 7,000 feet in Laramie. The last time Wyoming played a Power 5 at home, they beat the former Big 12 member Missouri Tigers in 2019. Missouri was a 15.5 point favorite in that game, and Wyoming won the game outright. Wyoming, yeah, yeah, last year went on the road to Champaign, got drilled by Illinois in non-con. But if Wyoming's offense is at least okay in this game. Now, questions at the quarterback position for sure concern me about betting Wyoming getting to 14. But I really do think Texas Tech is going to struggle at least early in the game moving the ball. This may even be a better, a, a good bet on Wyoming in the first half. If you wanted to take seven and a half in the first half with Wyoming and not bother for the full game, I would have no problem with that. Because there is a distinct possibility this looks a lot like TCU's trip to Boulder a year ago. Where Texas Tech is sluggish, they're struggling with the elevation early in the game, but then really turn on the Jets and the talent wins out in the second half. Texas Tech is more than capable of getting to Arlington this year. And playing a close game against Wyoming, heck, even if they lose this game, it doesn't matter for Arlington. Yeah, it would hurt the perception. If anything, it might get a better number on on Texas Tech making and winning the Big 12 championship game. But this feels like a brutal spot. I'll take the 14 with the Cowboys against Texas Tech. Again, I expect Texas Tech to find a way to win the game. But it will be closer than that number dictates. Plus 14 Wyoming, one of my three best bets of the week, along with UTSA on the money line against Houston and a lay in the lumber of 20 and a half against T- with TCU at home against Colorado. All right, that's all the time I have for this week. We'll be back again next week. I can't wait to do this every single week for you guys here on Big 12 Bets. Again, part of the Heartland College Sports Network. Please rate, subscribe, everything you can. Everything to help us out here as we get off the ground with Big 12 Bets. I'm Jeff Parles. Again, you can find me on the tweets at Jeff Parles. That's J-E-F-F-P-A-R-L-E-S. We'll see you again next week here on Big 12 Bets. Good luck on all your bets, everyone. Hopefully we bring home some winners this week.